We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. This is SoCal Live with Scott Furrow. Join the conversation now by texting Scott in the SoCal Live studio at 213-537-3812. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Southern California Live. And I am live here at the Union Rescue Mission on Skid Row right here in Los Angeles. And it is great to be here with you. The Rescue Mission is getting ready for the Thanksgiving turkey dinner. And they are deep frying turkeys all on the patio right here. And uh, I'm smelling it. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying the, the love and the great atmosphere. And uh, there is so much that we can do together. So we've been talking about homelessness. And, of course, we just had an election. And in this election, Los Angeles has a newly elected mayor, Karen Bass. Here's a couple of the comments that she made. Uh, during the election process. It is time to declare a state of emergency and all that that entails. On day one, housing, day one, services. This is just absolutely scandalous. All right, she's talking about homelessness, and actually the comment about the state of emergency was three years ago, and uh, still no state of emergency has been declared. And we need to talk about that and talk about what we can do about it, not politically, but how do we move forward as the church and say, you know what, maybe the reason that there's no movement on this, maybe one of the reasons that it's not getting better is because there's more that God wants the church to do. After all, we're the ones who offer salvation by grace. We're the ones who offer the mercy of the Lord, and we have a living God who provides transformation. You've seen it. I've seen it. That's what our faith is about, transformation in this life and the next. And with me to talk about this is the CEO and president of the Union Rescue Mission, Andy Bales. Andy, welcome to Southern California Live again. Thank you so much, Scott. It's great to be here again at your place. And I was saying in the last hour after we had you on, just the experience of coming in here, you know, being on the street, and there's all kinds of craziness just a few feet away on the street out here. But when you walk in the doors of the rescue mission, there are smiles, there is love, there is organization, there is order. And I have had the opportunity today to meet so many people who have turned their life to Jesus Christ, who have gotten away from addiction, who are great success stories of the ministry here. And I want to thank you for it. And we've had some callers uh, call to thank you about that as well. Thank you. Thanks for recognizing that. We've had guys from England come in and say, it felt like as I pulled in, I was coming into a little bit of heaven, escaping escaping darkness and evil and pulling in and feeling a little bit of heaven. And that's what we hope happens because we embrace all people with the compassion of Christ. And that's what we're called to do as the church. So let's talk about that. We'll come back to what the church should be doing. I want to talk to you about the, the, the politics so that we understand this. Uh, because it has been such a big issue with the election that we just had here in Los Angeles. And I know that the same issue has been true in San Diego, same issue in all the big cities, major things in San Francisco and statewide, of course. And we have had clips that we have played and will play later of all the politicians uh, talking about why we need a state of emergency, why we need to deal with this. But nothing really is happening. And we have a new mayor in town who says on day one she wants to do these things. 
What is your take on on this and the politics of, of this? What can we do now? Is there any hope at all? I'm always optimistic. I'm hoping that on day one, first day, Karen Bass declares a state of emergency in L.A. regarding homelessness. Others have been reluctant. Yeah. We've been crying since 2015 for a FEMA-like response to a FEMA-like crisis. We're the only metropolis in the U.S. that has 50,000 people devastated on the streets uh, of, of L.A. Yes. No other city even has one-tenth, as bad as Seattle is. They don't have even a tenth of the number of people we have on the streets. Today, I, I asked everybody... I said, uh, why are we not talking about emergency, immediate shelter and interim housing when we have 50,000 of our people on, in interim beds on the street, on the sidewalk? Yeah. And, and, I, and I got to declare that even our governor today asked for immediate interim and shelter beds. And he's holding a billion dollars back from cities like L.A. because we aren't providing the interim shelter beds and, and, and uh, beds that are needed. And so even the governor agrees with uh, a couple of buddies of mine and I that we need immediate shelter and then we need innovative housing. And if, like you said, if our city and our state and our county doesn't come through with it, then it's time for the church. It, it's always been time for the church. Yeah. But it, it's time for us to realize five people per day are dying of complications of homelessness in L.A. per day. And most of those are overdose deaths. Yeah. And we offer the solution. We offer a new life in Christ. Yes. And uh, you, you mentioned that you've been in this business for 36 years, 18 years, did you say, here at yes. the uh, Union Rescue Mission. And uh, if you're listening to Southern California Live, I'm Scott Furrow, and my guest is Andy Bales, the CEO and president of Union Rescue Mission. And we're broadcasting live from the Rescue Mission on Skid Row today. You can go to urm.org and check it out if you want to give. Uh, you can donate right now, by the way, uh, for the turkey dinner. They're cooking turkeys right out here. And for every donation you make right now at urm.org, there is a matching donor. So it's a great time to do that right now as you're thinking about it. Andy, you're very well connected politically. I think that people should know. You're rolling your eyes. What I mean is, is that you're involved in these conversations. You said you may not feel like they're listening. But when you said a moment ago, I said this this morning, you had opportunity this morning to at least speak to the right people. Yes. Yeah. I, I was on uh, the LASA Commission, Los Angeles Homeless Services Authority. I'm one of the commissioners yeah. named by Catherine Barger. And I was at least able to uh, reiterate what my friend Booker Pearson said that, hey, it's time for more interim and shelter beds to get people immediately. I, I said, you know, it, it's embarrassing to the governor, right? And yeah. it's embarrassing to me that we do, do such a bad job, right? You're right. But it's a death sentence for that person who was shivering in the cold last That's night right. and ended up dying. It's a death sentence. Yes. And why aren't, I said, we're like frogs in a boiling pot. We, we think this is normal. This is not normal to let 50,000 people suffer on our streets and five people per day to die on our streets. And you mentioned that Los Angeles, well, there's 50,000 homeless people here, and that the the next closest city is, did you say most cities anyway, only 5,000? Oh, Seattle is probably the worst as far as on-the-street homelessness. Yeah. And it's 5,000, not even a tenth. And let me tell you this, New York has more people devastated by homelessness, but only 3,400 on the streets. So... So they might have 100,000 homeless, yeah. but they put everybody under a roof. They have a law that you have to put everybody under a shelter roof immediately. 
And if it's below 32 degrees, you make people go in mm. under a roof. Now, that's a hard issue, right? I mean, yeah. what's the difference between us and New York? Just as wealthy, right? Right. It's, it's got to be a hard issue. That's right. What do people say when you bring that up? I mean, that seems like such an obvious thing. What's the response? Honestly, they think L.A. is doing such a better job because we are waiting for housing, very expensive, slow-to-develop housing with a granite countertop, and we're going to put somebody with dignity in a housing unit eventually. Meanwhile, 6,000 people are going to die in those four years while we wait to build that very expensive unit. They think any, any money spent on a shelter bed is a wasted money that could have gone to that very expensive eventual unit that you and I know it's a very expensive, very nice unit that costs nearly a million dollars. Right. But then alcohol and hard drugs flow freely once it's built, so it gets ruined immediately by chaos. We played a clip uh, earlier. I'll play a a bit of it here. This is Gavin Newsom 10 years ago when he was the mayor of uh, San Francisco. Here's what he said. We believe fundamentally that food solves hunger that shelters solve sleep, and that housing solves homelessness. And if we're going to solve the problem uh, of those that are out on the streets that we define as homeless, we better solve the housing problem if we're going to have an impact. And that's why we established this framework, what we call a 10-year plan to end chronic homeless in San Francisco. This framework failed miserably in San Francisco, and it's failing here across the state. And would you say, when you hear that and you hear that housing is the solution to homelessness, how do you respond to that? Well, I was there when all those announcements were made. And at the time, I said, uh, you're going in the wrong direction. And by the way, here in, in L.A., they said, you archaic missions and recovery places used to manage this problem. We're going to solve this problem. And Scott, what has happened since those 10 years? Street homelessness has skyrocketed. As California doubled down on housing first, harm reduction, street homelessness skyrocketed. And I can say, thank goodness, the governor today in the L.A. Times said, we need immediate interim housing and shelter beds, or I'm going to hold back a billion dollars from these cities until they get their act together and quit kowtowing to people who don't want interim housing and shelter in their neighborhood. So he's had a change of heart as well. It's completely infuriating. Infuriating. It is. It is. Um, Because it's obvious, right? And the data, you know, for people who like to say, follow the science or follow the data, and that's the mantra all the time, they're not. They're not even close uh, to following that. They like to say best practices. Where? (laughs) How can best practices being leaving most people on the street while you help a few while people die on the street. Yeah, it makes no sense at all. And uh, But that's the reason for the Union uh, Rescue Mission. That's the reason that we're here. And, you know, I think, you know, and, and coming from somebody who has some political background, but most of my background is a, as a pastor and in radio, one of the things that I believe firmly is that the Lord is reserving a lot of good for his church to do. Absolutely. Right? That maybe what we need to pay attention to is less complaining about what's happening in Sacramento and what's happening downtown. And more about maybe God wants us, the church, to solve this problem. Amen. I, I've seen it happen. I've seen yeah. a movement of God. Six churches in, in uh, Des Moines, Iowa prayed. Six pastors prayed, right? Six. Six churches they invited me to start part-time a program to help single moms and kids get off the streets. That 
six church coalition became a 120 church coalition. We did 156 units of housing in the toughest neighborhood in Des Moines, Iowa. We dropped crime 51 percent. And uh, it, it shows that it's possible for churches to pull together, focus on two things, right? Jesus Christ alone and the power of Jesus Christ to transform lives. And the other thing is to help our neighbors in need. If we can just get together on those things, think how uniting that will oh, be. Oh, my gosh. And what a great testimony of the church, right? Yeah. Because right now people often think the church is uh, political or it's about whatever goes on in the buildings, country clubs, or whatever they want to say, right? There's one church in Southern California. Yeah. Well, right that- right now, as you say this, Andy, and you're listening to Southern California Live, my guest is Andy Bales, the CEO from the Union Rescue Mission, and we are at the Union Rescue Mission, if you're wondering why you just heard a motorcycle go by. <laughs> it's because we are outside. They're making turkeys and uh, getting ready for Thanksgiving. You can participate in that, by the way. Just go to urm.org, urm.org, and uh, check it out. Your donations, by the way, right now are doubled if you do that right now. So check it out, urm.org. Andy you just talked about how six pastors got together to pray about churches coming together, and it turned into 120. Right now, for sure, there's six pastors in this town and in other towns around the Southland who are listening, who heard that, who know each other, who go to coffee or donuts or something together, who are saying, hey, let's pray. That, for that group of pastors or lay leaders in churches, what is their next step? How do they reach you? What can you do to help them? Our, our next step in Des Moines was to go ask the government, what's your biggest problem? Hmm. And they said, single moms with kids on our streets. Okay. So, so perhaps those six or seven pastors could ask our city and county, what's your biggest problem? We know what the answer is, right? It's homelessness and yes. crime on the streets. And then we could say, how can we assist and then take those marching orders, uh, and we know we have marching orders from God on how to do it, uh, and and start making a difference. It's funny, I, I thought of it, 1891, 131 years ago, uh, six or seven churches got together in L.A., and they had a Thanksgiving dinner, hmm. and, and, and Thanksgiving celebration. Afterwards, they took an exit offering, and they launched the gospel wagon of Union Rescue Mission out on the streets huh. to reach out to people who were struggling on the streets with alcoholism. Imagine if we we did a relaunch uh, like that, but much bigger for this time. Uh, perhaps, uh, uh, as I said earlier, let's let's ask all first-time people who are going to be homeless tonight to avoid all the devastation of the streets and have a first-timers place to go. And let's let's us churches get together and make sure nobody ever goes from a home into homelessness and gets destroyed in the way that we see so many people destroyed on the streets of L.A. I think that just, I feel like for most of us listening and most people who are churchgoers who sit in the pews or the chairs or whatever you got and who are there every Sunday who are just wanting to do something, this is right in our face. Yeah. This is right here. And you don't have to go to the government and say pay for it because they're not going to because they don't want to pay for Jesus. Right. Churches have so much wealth, actually. You personally may not have the wealth. You know, you personally might be struggling to give anything at church at all. Fine, but everybody together, the thousands and thousands and thousands of Christians who go to church, who give regularly, we are so blessed, really. We can do a lot together. Can I encourage you to bring this up, to say, let's work with other churches together? That's 
that's something I think, Andy, that we're it's time for the church to do that anyway. Yes. It's so hard. And speaking as a pastor, I understand this difficulty. I understand that it's hard to sometimes work with other churches because you might be afraid that, gosh, if we work with that other church, what if their music's better and our people go to that church? <laughs> you know, what if the preaching is better over there? And uh, churches have advertised that way. There's yes. a church in San Diego who used to put an advertisement in the Christian newspaper that said, is your church boring? Well, come to ours. Yeah. And I thought, who's that for? That's only for Christians, and it's a net gain of zero for the kingdom of God. Yeah. It's not God-honoring. It's wrong. I think God-honoring in the church is that we work together yeah. on these kinds of projects. Absolutely. And homelessness and through ministries like the U- Union Rescue Mission, that's a big place to do it. Yeah, the power um, of Christ to transform lives. Yeah. And, and I think that people don't have to feel like I have to figure out how to minister to a homeless person because we have so many people here who can do that. Yes, we do. Yeah. Um, so what are some events, just so people understand a little more about the Union Rescue Mission? We're here, and we're frying up some turkeys, and maybe in the background you've heard the uh, smoke detector go off a couple of times. Everything's <laughs> fine. There's just turkeys everywhere, and it's great. I'm watching somebody pull one out of the fryer right now. It's so exciting. I can hardly stand it. And uh, this is because tomorrow you've got a big turkey dinner. Yes. And uh, you're expecting to feed about 3,000, I understand. Yes, we are. 11 a.m. to 2. Yeah. We don't need more volunteers, but if you're hungry... You can come to Union Rescue Mission, knock on our cafeteria door, and you'll get a, a, a Thanksgiving dinner with all the trimmings and a gift bag with a Bible in your language. And mm. uh, we're able to send those out because we uh, believe in the power of Christ to transform lives. And we have big events coming up that you can help out. Yeah, what are uh, some of those other cr- events? Christmas store at uh, uh, Union Rescue Mission is the 14th. So we have we set up our rooftop like a mini Macy's and we have our families which we have more families than we've ever had we have we have um, uh, 240 families or so with 450 kids so we need a lot of help for Christmas we need Christmas gifts and you can uh, email me at abales at at urm.org and uh, get your gift connected with us before December 5th we also need volunteers at our Christmas store on the rooftop on December 14th and then we need uh, volunteers at our Christmas store at Angelus House at 132nd and Avalon on uh, Friday, December 16th. And volunteering is easy to do. I would just say, you know, you don't want to be stupid, but it's it's not so dangerous that you can't come down and do it. No, You're, it's very safe. Yeah, it's Union very safe. Rescue Mission, our rooftop is extremely safe. Angelus House is a place for families and interim housing. It's very safe. You're welcome to come. And you're talking about families. How many children are living at the uh, rescue mission homes? So downtown is about 140 kids. Kids. And uh, uh, at, at Hope Gardens, about this 170 kids. And at Angel's House, about 150 kids. I think the total somewhere in the range of 450 at all three sites. And imagine uh, we have 780, almost 800 people who are in families and we have 213 seniors at our three different sites. That's that's what uh, the the population of our people who are devastated by homelessness is represented largely by families and uh, by s- senior citizens. Yeah, I think people miss that sometimes. They don't yeah. realize how many kids. Um, when many people, when you come to the rescue mission, that's sometimes one of the first things you notice is how many little kids are running around. Yeah, we're, right? we're, we're the only mission that welcomes single men, single women, moms of kids dads with kids and two-parent families with kids yeah and it's a it's a huge crisis ladies and gentlemen and this is also though a great opportunity for our churches 
to to be involved. And um, can I uh, just encourage you as you're thinking about Christmas gifts, you're thinking about, you know, maybe you do think about places to donate. I always think it's funny, Andy, that we have Black Friday where everyone goes and they shop. And then we have Small Business Saturday. This is coming up all next week, right? So the, the typically the day after Thanksgiving is Black Friday. You go shopping, and they call it that because that's when the businesses get in the black financially through the year. That's what they say. Small Business Saturday, so you don't forget those people. I don't know what you do on Sunday. Uh, I forget what Monday. Mon- Monday's something. But after, oh, Monday is uh, online. It's the online, oh, online, shopping. online shopping day. So it's All Cyber right. Monday is what yes, they call Cyber it. So Monday. It's, it's the biggest day of the year for Cyber Monday. So the thing that's interesting to me is that we have shopping on Friday, Saturday, and Monday. And then if you have any money left, <laughs> there's Giving Tuesday. Giving Tuesday. We put that at the end And of I want to tell you, on Giving Tuesday, all of our uh, proceeds are going to go to our helping our families. Yeah. Helping us continue to be, and we, we can say this, Scott, we never turn away a family with children who comes door-to-door. We never turn away a woman who comes door-to-door. How could we? With all that's going on on the streets, and we even if we have to rent a hotel room, uh, in the meantime, that's what we do. We yeah. never turn away a family. I think that's wonderful, Andy. And uh, right now, uh, as people are preparing for these Thanksgiving dinner uh, turkeys, you can go online if you want to buy some of those dinners and pay for them. Something that is, I think, important is that there is a matching gift. Yes. Right now, so if you go to urm.org, urm.org, and you give today, your gift will be matched. Doubled. Whatever. Yeah. You doubled whatever amount it is. So if you can give a hundred bucks, it's two hundred bucks. If you can give ten thousand dollars, it's I, there's probably a limit somewhere. No, five hundred thousand is the limit. So. Oh, okay. So if you can give two hundred fifty thousand dollars, <laughs> now's the time. Yeah. Somewhere listening in our listening area, somebody who just won a billion dollars. If you're looking for a place, <laughs> somebody won two billion. <laughs> somebody won two. Yeah. Well, it's two billion, but after Uncle Sam takes it, it's like six hundred. Uh, anyway, uh, this is a great opportunity. The website is urm.org. Andy, thanks for joining us and inviting Thank us you, to God. be here today. It's truly a joy just to be here and to meet all the people, to see the ministry that's going on, and to realize what the body of Christ is doing uh, through this ministry and the opportunities that each one of us has to really help. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. God bless you, Andy. Andy Bales is the CEO, president of the Union Rescue Mission, and we are live from the Union Rescue Mission today. When we come back, I've got a couple of interviews with uh, people who are involved with the Rescue Mission, and um, you're going to enjoy those interviews. We'll be back with those in just a moment. Plus, you can call me up right now if you would like to join the conversation, 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. I'm Scott Furrow. I'll be back as the Friday edition of SoCal Live continues live from the Union Rescue Mission on Skid Row. This is SoCal Live with Scott Furrow. Text Scott right now in the SoCal Live studio at 213-537-3812. Welcome back to Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow, your host. We are live from the Union Rescue Mission on Skid Row, downtown Los Angeles. And what you just heard was a collection of politicians from Los Angeles and, of course, Governor Newsom talking about the problem of homelessness and how bad it is and i apologize that the governor you know said a little bad word there but it it shows you the uh it shows you the difficulty that uh this is causing except that no one is 
calling for the state of emergency. Nothing is being done except we're spending billions of dollars in the wrong way. Billions of dollars that doesn't go to places like the rescue mission because the rescue mission teaches Jesus, because the rescue mission rejects a philosophy called harm reduction that really is about addiction management rather than recovery and sobriety. And it's recovery and sobriety and missions that promote the gospel of Jesus Christ where we have great stories of actual recovery. And we want to highlight that. We want to highlight the ability that you and I as believers have to really make a difference here. And we just had an election, right? And homelessness was an issue. I think everybody is frustrated. And um, we have a new mayor who is saying that uh, for day one, more beds and stuff. Hopefully that (laughs) happens. But I think at the end of the day, there is an opportunity for you and I. I think maybe even the Lord is reserving this. I think maybe the reason that it just, there's a lot of reasons it doesn't work. You know, a rejection of Christ is why it doesn't work ultimately spiritually. But I think that one of the things that is happening is the Lord is saying to the churches, there are thousands of congregations who can handle this problem. And we need to step up and do that. We need to not just be concerned every two years when there's some election and we speak out and then we forget about it for two years. This is an ongoing problem. And uh, with me right now is a volunteer for the rescue mission. His name is Scott Miner. Scott, welcome to Southern California Live. Scott, thanks for having me here today. Uh, Scott, thanks for uh, being with us. Scott, how long have you been connected with the rescue mission? Oh, about 25 years. Okay, about 25 years. Yeah, the first time was from a mailing to donate money for dinners for Thanksgiving. Okay. And and here I am today. And here you are today participating. Right next to us, they're frying up a bunch of turkeys, and it smells great. I'm afraid my dog's going to bite me when I get home. I was thinking the same thing. In fact, I already told my wife when I come home, I'm going to smell like turkey. and The dog's going to attack. That's okay. I'll be greeted. I'll feel loved. Exactly. Uh, (laughs) So you got a mailing, and uh, you donated for uh, Thanksgiving, and uh, which, by the way, you can do right now if that interests you, and I would encourage it. And especially because right now your gift will be doubled. If you go to urm.org and just click the uh, donate button, whatever it is, it'll be donate. It'll be doubled. So it's a great time to do that right now, uh, Scott. So you donated, but 25 years ago. So right. let's talk about why you stayed involved. Well, you know, over time I got more and more exposure to the mission. Um, you know, invited to do things. I came down for graduation. Yeah, uh, I sat through that and explain uh, what graduation is. Well, you know, there's a program for uh, uh, guests here that uh, are in rehabilitation, and uh, it takes about a year. Uh, It includes uh, dealing with addiction, dealing with psychological issues, uh, cleaning up any legal issues that could be out there, Mm. um, you know, and uh, getting either a job training or a GED or even go to college. Right. And so uh, the program lasts about a year. That doesn't mean the mission, you know, isn't going to support you later and continue to help you. But uh, it, that graduation, they get a, a people get a suit. Uh, if they're looking for an apartment, or, you know, work is done to help them find a place to live. Work's done to find help people find a job, and you know this sort of um, what I'll call soup to nuts, addressing all the issues, uh, and you know it, it really result from uh, you know the tragic uh, disaster of living on the streets. Yeah, uh, you know that that's not something that uh, you can find anywhere else, and uh, you know the mission is. Uh, incredibly powerful and i think that is directly because of our commitment here to to christ i think that matters a lot because the the issue of homelessness as is the issue of poverty a lot of the issues that we face it's actually very complex you know you mentioned maybe people haven't thought about the legal issues that homeless people have 
the debts that are outstanding whenever they left their last home, if they had one, or a car that was um, repoed from them, right? There's all kinds of you know, issues with family, with kids, so many different things. And uh, all of that is taken care of by a good ministry like uh, Union Rescue Mission. And uh, so you, that draw you in. And the, by the way, the graduations, if you ever get a chance to go to one of those, uh, you will never be the same. You will hear these stories. Uh, is that what happened to you? No, yeah, I mean, well, uh, Warren Curry, Reverend Warren Curry, mm-hmm. was then uh, the CEO of the mission. That was before uh, Reverend Bales. And, uh, you know, it, he gave me a tour. And, uh, you know, and Andy does that all the time, too, for people that want to come down here and see uh, what this is all about. And so after I did that and I saw it, I was like, you know, I need to make a bigger commitment here. And then I got, uh, you know, it's interesting you said what you did about why are people, why does God allow this thing to happen? Yeah. And um, Andy came to me and uh, during the financial crisis and wanted my assistance in trying to help to save Hope Gardens. Hmm. And uh, for those who don't know about Hope Gardens, it's a, a, a place where women and children can go and live and they can stay there for years, receive job training. Uh, spiritual counseling, uh, psychological help, and keep families together. Yeah. And um, and so um, we, it's a great story. Andy came and gave me a. They said we got to raise two point eight million dollars, and we have to do it within thirty days. <laughs> and I, I was like, and the bubble over my head is, Andy, why did you wait? Right. Um, and I wasn't that deeply involved, but I remember I put my arm around Andy and I said, Andy. We can't allow Hope Gardens to be closed. Yeah. And I committed it to prayer. And uh, at the end of a month, uh, we raised $3.8 million. That's amazing. And that's so the Lord right it there. It is, right? 100%. I think that's evidence that this is something that God wants us, the church, to be doing. Right. You know, that he's going to provide that. You know, you talked about volunteering, and you're here on Skid Row right now. Uh, should people be afraid to come down here and volunteer and serve meals or work with families? I just I had a lot of people ask me if I felt like I was going to be safe when they knew I was coming down here and and I've been down here before so I kind of knew what to expect how do, how should people feel about that well I mean first off the thing I would say is nobody's going to ask you to go hoof around uh, skid row and you know right you're not going <laughs> to go shake hands with people and you know um, there are unsafe things you could do yes there yeah. are right but you know if you if you come down uh, you know call Andy uh, and, uh, you know, you can go park in the basement here, which you're not out on the street. You never leave an unsecure area. And you get a chance to really see this firsthand. And yeah. uh, I brought someone with me today who'd mm. never been to Skid Row. Wow. And he's over there making turkeys, you <laughs> know. And honestly, you know, I mean, he's, he's um, you know, Christian uh, Catholic by background. Uh-huh. But, you know, I don't know that he's a born-again believer. Okay. But, you know, it's really wonderful as a witness to bring people like that here because they see that something is different and uh, you know i'm going to risk boring you for a second but all right i'll I'll quote shakespeare oh perfect you're not boring me everybody stay tuned (laughs) yeah really um you know shakespeare wrote that the quality of mercy is not strained Mm. it droppeth us the gentle rain from heaven upon the place that lie below it is twice blessed first by he who gives and again, by he receives. And that's why sometimes I think God allows this. Yes. It's the opportunity to allow us to be blessed by showing his love to people who really need it. 
You're listening to Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow. We're live from the Union Rescue Mission on Skid Row. Maybe you hear the sirens out there. And uh, we, I'm with Scott Miner, who is a volunteer here for the last 25 years at the rescue mission. And, you know, you said something there, and I appreciate that you quote Shakespeare. There's a reason that uh, we still talk about that guy who's 400 years dead. Um, and he was Christian. Yeah. And uh, the uh, we'll do a whole show on that one day uh, for uh, any... Uh, Anybody was forced to memorize that stuff in high school. There was a reason. Yes. Um, the the you brought somebody here. You're not sure where they're at on the the walk of salvation. And in, they're not. You're not sure where their faith is. The testimony of the church is going to happen in places like this, maybe better than anywhere else. To see what the church can do when it comes together, and it's not arguing about politics or arguing about the music on Sunday or the color of the carpet or those kinds of things. Instead, they're seeing a very difficult problem being solved. Right. And, you know, one of the things that, uh, you know, I think in, you know, witnessing for Christ and you talk about, um, you know, how Christ can change your life, people say, oh, I, I know some people who are Christian and they're evangelical and they're no different than I am. Mm-hmm. And you know what? If you're if you really are transformed by Christ, you're a different person. Yes, and it's evidenced uh, by what you do. They're going to know us by our love. The scriptures say, right? Amen. And uh, <laughs> this is a place for that. Scott, I want to appreciate. I want to thank you for everything that you have done for the rescue mission, and thank you for coming on our program today. Scott, what a privilege to be on. Thank well, it's you. great to have you with us. And uh, we are live from the Union Rescue Mission downtown, and it's been a great day to be here. We've got lots of stories. When we come back, we'll have another story. I want to encourage you, if you are hearing this and you're saying, hey, I want to get involved, go to urm.org right now, urm.org, and you can check out the rescue mission. There's some great stories, and you can just hear the story, the kind of stories that you hear at the graduations and the kind of stories of success uh, here and you can also give. I want to encourage you to give today because the whatever you want to give for Thanksgiving turkeys or for Christmas programs or just give in general, whatever you want to do, it's doubled today. And so whenever there's a matching gift out there, what happens is somebody who's generous says, hey, whatever you can raise in this time period, I will double that amount. So if you can give 100 bucks, it's going to be 200 If you can give $1,000, 2000 And uh, whatever it is that God has put on your heart, now's the time. Go to urm.org. When we come back, I'll have another story for you from a resident and uh, somebody who is now a volunteer who God has uh, blessed uh, her life. This is Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow. I'll be back as the Friday edition continues live from the Union Rescue Mission. This is SoCal Live with Scott Furrow. Join the conversation now by texting Scott in the SoCal Live studio at 213-537-3812. Welcome back, everybody. Southern California Live. We're live from the Union Rescue Mission here in downtown Los Angeles on Skid Row. We've had a great day today. Lots of stories. With me is Ray, who is a new resident here at the Rescue Mission. You've been here for how long, Ray? Three months. For three months. All right. What yeah. brought you to the Union Rescue Mission? Well, I was just in a dark part, of dark, really dark uh, time of my life, and yeah. really not didn't understand what I was going through, and my addiction was really overpowering me, and my family was really wasn't in the right spot. Mm-hmm. My wife and I were at, we were butting heads all the time, and my daughter, she was just. You know, being really distant with me. How old's your daughter? Seven years old. Seven years old. Yeah. All right. So you were struggling with addiction, and uh, you want to give a shout out to your wife and daughter? Yes, I do. Veronica yeah. and Veronica's my wife. I love you, babe, very much, at the bottom of my heart. 
And my daughter, Evangelina, she's my world. Yeah. My world. Yeah. Well, you know what? It is a blessing in their life that you came here. Amen. Yes, it uh, is. And in yours as well. So three months in, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. It was a struggle with the first 30 days because it right. was, I just wasn't no, wasn't too sure if this was for me or not. And, yeah. You know, I gave it a chance and really put my all into it. And it, it's, believe it or not, my with just that three months, my relationship with my wife and understanding of myself has gotten a lot better. I think that's something important for people to hear, that relationships can actually be healed pretty quickly. Oh, yes, very right? quickly, yeah. When you make those commitments back to uh, the Lord and to getting sober. Yeah, and doing yeah. those things. I think people feel like it's not worth it because they think oh, I've already lost my wife or my daughter, but that's not true no, a lot not of the at time, all. No. right? Uh, and even if you think you have or if they've left, sometimes they come back yeah. because you right. have done the right thing. Uh, so you've been here three months, and you're already they already got you out here cooking turkeys. Oh, yeah. You know, I enjoy it. It's fun. It Coming is fun, huh? Playing with the guys and, you know, just cracking jokes, having a good time. Yeah. So your first 30 days was hard. I think that's that's typical. But you pers- you persevered. Yeah, yeah. And uh, tell us about your relationship with the Lord. My relationship with the Lord it was it was it was rocky at first, but then I got to understanding myself and with uh, with going to the CR groups and going to the groups here at the mission themselves. It's it's amazing what He can do with you. And my relationship with Him, He, I talk to Him every day. Every day I say the Lord's prayer, and it's just getting better and better by the day. Yeah, you know it's, it's amazing and. When I'm going through something tough and just struggling, it's just he sits back and just tells me to relax and let God do God and let him do him. And I do that, and amazingly, things happen. My relationship is better. My daughter calls me to say, say a prayer good night. Oh, that's know? wonderful. So. That's wonderful. Hey, Ray, thank you for telling us your story today. Can I pray for you before you go? Please, please. God, I just want to pray for Ray. I thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in his life, for restoring his family with his his wife and his daughter. I pray for them that they would be encouraged, that they would be protected from the evil one as well, and that as Ray continues to grow in his faith with you, that you would protect him from all the different temptations and different things, and to have tremendous hope, a hope that he would not only have for himself and his family, but it, that he would be able to share with others because he has such a great story. We know that's how you work. Thank you for your love, and thank you for Ray. Uh, and what you're doing in his life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Ray, thank, thank you, you for being with us in Southern California Live. All right, I know you got a ride to, to catch, so... Uh, thank you very much. All right, thank you very much for being with us. This is Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow, your host. We're live from the Union Rescue Mission. We've been here all day, and uh, we're going to wrap up this session here in just a minute. But I have somebody else that I want to introduce you to here in uh, in uh, in a moment. And, you know... We've been talking about how important the ministry is of the rescue mission and how different it is than all of the state-run things that you've seen out here. And I really want to make sure that we understand that, that the, the policies that are, in my view, and we've talked a lot about this today, I want to encourage you to get the podcast on Spotify or go to our website, uh, your radio station website, and find the SoCal Live podcast to hear it. We need to understand that... The state programs where the billions of dollars are being spent, the reason things are getting worse, in, in my view, is because they, they follow something called harm reduction theory, which says that we want to uh, not encourage recovery and sobriety, but we want to help people manage their problems and kind of give them a choice. Through. It's, it's not working. At the rescue mission, not only are we about sobriety and recovery, but also the gospel of Jesus Christ. And as Christians, we know that Jesus Christ will transform your life. 
And uh, with me is, uh, what's your name again? Alexandra. Alexandra, thank you for being with us in Southern California Live. What do you do here at the Rescue Mission? I'm the events manager for Union Rescue Mission, but I've had many, many jobs here at Union Rescue Mission. How long have you been here? 16 years. 16 years. Can you tell us your story here in a couple of moments? Yeah, of course. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so I came um, about 16 years ago. Um, I was really sick and tired of being sick and tired. Yeah. (laughs) And um, tired of being addicted to drugs and wanted to change my life. I had been blessed with four kids, but... There were times where I knew I wasn't being the mom I wanted to be, but that's what drug addiction does. It can pull you and make you um, a person you don't desire to be, but um, the draw and the addiction just brings you down to the point where I just wanted to die. Yeah. And, you know, I I got to, my, my mom passed away from cancer when I was 16, my dad when I was 8, mm. so I... You know, I I was really mad with God. Yeah. You know? That's where and, it starts for a lot of people, right? Yeah. And something goes on, and they're very upset with God. Very yeah. upset. Like, how dare you take my mom? Right, <laughs> you know, you right. already have my dad. Like, yeah. And so I, that anger turned into um, an addiction of, you know, self-soothing and not looking for him. But the amazing and most um, overwhelming thing is when I called to him again. He was right there for me. Yeah. And, you know, it doesn't seem like getting arrested is being saved, but I knew I was out of chances. I knew I was going to prison. And I didn't know what to do, but I just kept following him. Yeah. And that led me to Union Rescue Mission. And I met these amazing people that were willing to give somebody like me a, a second chance at life transformation. And more than anything, a job. Right. And to trust you again and to, you know, confide in you and and and, and rely on you as an employee. And that meant the world to me because I didn't think I would get that kind of redemption. Mm. And I was able to build my life again with for my four young kids that oh, I had. that's good. And I met my husband here, which they don't recommend. Right. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I have the plan. Yeah. And we have two more kids together. So I have three boys, three girls. Wow. Andy Bales married us in the chapel at Union Rescue Mission. And I've been clean for 16 years. Um, and uh, this last year was very challenging. So I always tell the guys when I'm giving my testimony or our ladies here at the mission is that life is going to continue to test you. It's not rainbows and roses because you got saved and right. because, you're, you know, life is life. And I was diagnosed with cancer last year, which mm-hmm. is why I have a bit of a lisp. So um, I... I went through my cancer battle, but I'm happy to be back here at the mission. And my kids are thriving now. They were little and small when I first got here, and now they're going to college and becoming police officers. And um, none of them seem to be going in the field of making much money, but they definitely are going into civil service. And, And so I feel like... Maybe my being part of the mission has affected them, but in a great way. I think that's where a great way. It's a great way. I'm very proud of my kids and so happy that the Lord blessed me with these amazing kids and to be part of here of the mission. And now I get to do events for the mission and get to plan these awesome um, 
you know, ways that we are able to bring in funds to continue to do the work. And yeah. I'm a small part of that. It's, yeah. it's an honor. Yeah. Can you remind me of your name again? Is Alexandra? Alexandra Montebias. All yeah. right. Alexandra, thank you uh, for telling us your story here and for doing what you're doing. And uh, what a great story. It's such <laughs> a great story of grace, a great story of how the Lord never leaves, even when you're mad at him. Even when you're mad at him. Isn't that amazing? It's amazing. And uh, that's the Lord we serve. That's the that's the beauty of this ministry. Yes. It's the beauty of ministry. Yeah. And I want to encourage everybody to uh, to be involved in ministry. This is this is who we are. This is what we should be known for. And uh, thank you, Alexander, for being with us in Southern California. Of Life. course. Thank you. Yeah. And thank you for telling that story. You know, uh, somebody uh, gave money back 16 years ago, and that's why they were able to help you. Right. And these, Amen. Yeah. Amen. So and I, and I tell you that because uh, no pressure. But right now, you know, if you've been hearing these stories, uh, it's Thanksgiving time. We're frying a bunch of turkeys, 500 turkeys or a thousand turkey. I keep hearing a different number every time I ask it goes up. And it might be because there's just so many more people that need to be served. Um, that is because of uh, people just like you who can give. If you go to URM.org and click uh, on that website, um, if you give right now, the gift will be doubled. And so one of the reasons I'm mentioning that so often is because of that matching gift. It matters. If you give 100 bucks, that means somebody else gives 100 bucks extra because you did. So it doubles your gift. If you do that right now, that would be a, a blessing, URM.org. And... Um, you know, in the big picture, as we've talked about this, we've talked about what the Lord can do. We'll talk about homelessness a lot. This is a place I fully believe that the church has so much that it can do. And wherever you might be, somewhere is probably a place. If you're not in L.A. and you're listening, there's a rescue mission that has the same philosophy of teaching Jesus, of encouraging sobriety and recovery. And there is evidence, just like Alejandra, that it exists Uh that it's something that actually happens when you give your life to Jesus Christ. Look at how he's blessed her and so many other people here. Thanks for listening today and for being a part of uh, our ministry at Southern California Live. Uh, we are live from the Rescue Mission, the Union Rescue Mission. Go to urm.org to check it out. You can donate. You can volunteer. Lots of great things to do that. And talk to your church about it, about how we can do more together as congregations, as believers, to really attack this issue of homelessness. I think that the Lord is leaving it up to us. I think that's why there's so much to do, and we have a great opportunity with it. God bless you. Thanks for listening today. I'm Scott Furrow, your host of Southern California Live. I'll see you again on Monday. Have a great weekend.